Welcome to Champions Battlefield. I'm your host, Trevor Carroll. With us is my broadcast partner, Jem Akoshani. In studio today with us is current pro welterweight champion, Dave Showtime Perron. Welcome to the show, Dave. Thank you for having me. Dave, do you consider yourself now, after what you've accomplished, one of the best fighters in Canada that hasn't reached that UFC Bellator level yet? Sure. I wouldn't say no to that. I mean, obviously, uh, to get in there, you got to, you know, believe in yourself and believe in your abilities. And I, I do believe I'm, I'm, I, can, I can beat anybody at like 170, 185. Um, I definitely think I'm one of the best, for sure. I wouldn't say no. <laughs> you know, your record of 10 and 7 is pretty deceiving. Like, you know, the stuff that's happened in your career, opponent changes and whatnot. You know the story behind that. If you have young and up-and-coming fighters looking at that, would you would you give them advice to do things a little bit differently? Well, yeah, of course, looking back, I mean, obviously experience comes into play. Uh, I kind of just always just jumped into the deep end kind of things. That's kind of how I learned. Um, I had one amateur fight, and I went pro like mm. a month later. Like That's like four months of training twice a week. So, I mean, it worked out pretty good because I, I know my first four pro fights turned out pretty good and then took a huge jump fighting a guy with 25 fights. Uh, looking back, obviously, maybe be a little bit more strategic, but I mean, mm. you know, uh, I just kind of learn on the go and that's kind of, that was my journey, but obviously yeah. looking back, uh, for younger, younger guys, I mean, you know, take the time. There's, there's no rush, you know, um, it's always good to have more amateur fights. People kind of know that. Yeah. Uh, I just was a late, I just late to the game. I joined in, I joined at 29. So I was like, uh, let, let's just go for it. So that's kind of why that yeah. happened for me. You know, you're one of the one of a handful of guys, maybe, maybe a little bit more, that always goes for the toughest fight. Mm-hmm. Never says no, takes the toughest fight. But then on the flip side, we always see these fighters coming up that are trying to pad their records, picking and choosing. What are your thoughts on that? How do you feel? Is that the right? What do you think is the right thing to do for the sport? I don't think so. For me, that's not my style. Um, I've been offered... Uh, I think my last fight, they offered me two guys. I picked the guy with the, with the toughest fight. Uh, you were talking about that earlier fight, my uh, fifth fight. I had one guy, I think it was, I was supposed to fight James. Uh, he got, he got injured. They offered me Buckland. I was like, yeah, sounds good. And then they changed it to, to, to Caleb. He's been looking for a fight for, I don't know, like eight to 10 months. I don't know. I was like, sure, sure, sure. I just said, yes, yes, yes. That's my style. I'm yeah. like, that's me looking back. Like might not be the best thing. If I would have like been a bit careful, I could have had a better record. Yeah. But people that pad their record, at the end of the day, that's not my style. So I don't really care because, like, whatever it looks, you can have a 10-2 and two record and it looks great on paper. But, I mean, what's the point? Like, you're going to pad your record and then most people who know MMA, know martial arts, kind of look at that kind of stuff. But if you pad a record, you got an 8-0 and you fought like nobody's, you make it to the big show. It's only going to expose. What are you going to accomplish? You're just going to expose yourself and 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 kind of get exposed and, and lose. What you want to lose on the biggest show? Like you want to mm-hmm. use those fights to like to test yourself, develop yourself, and then once you're at that level, uh, you want to do good. If you're that good, then it's all good. But if you shouldn't be there, then it's why why make yourself look bad on the biggest stage? It just doesn't make sense. It to doesn't me. make sense. Yeah. But some people are just like that's their obsession. It's like I got to make it to the USC. For me, after losing to James. I went on a losing streak. I'm like, that, that ship sailed. I'm like, I'm old. I just want to, I was this close to retiring. I'm like, I just want to put on, if I could have fight, fought elsewhere. I'm like, I'm going to stick around here, battlefield locally in front of my friends. If I have a couple, I might as well fight in front of my friends yeah. and then put on good fights. That's why the pressure was off. I was just having fun. And then the last six months, I just, it just kind of had momentum and everything kind of came together. And it just was kind of like, 
pretty everything worked out pretty good in the last six yeah, months. Yeah, you know, like you mentioned, a lot of fighters they have that pinnacle goal of reaching the UFC, reaching the Bellator. If that's not the goal for you, and and if you do choose to continue fighting, why would you do it? What's what's the purpose? Well, goals change, right? Obviously, right. at some point, that was probably my goal. I'd be like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. Get the call, try it out for the show, went to mm -hmm. Vegas. I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but now, I mean, for me, as a goal, like, I just wanted to pretty much apply what I've learned. Like, I consider myself like a martial artist. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a big Bruce Lee fan. And he always yeah, says, yeah. Will, uh, willing, is not, uh, willing is not enough. We must apply. Mm -hmm. So it's like I've spent eight, eight plus years learning all this stuff. I just want to be able to to showcase that. And like, that's why I get in there. It's like for me, it's the most focused I've ever been. And, and it's the realest, the realest emotions. I remember after Buckwest, like, put it on me really good. I remember I was at the bar and then I think it was Chris Franco. He's like, Oh, he's like, you showed a lot of heart in there, man. I'm like, you know, and he was being super nice. And you know, I was like, thank you. And I was like, you know, that, that's a nice thing to say. I get it. Yeah. But I mean, it was one of my shittiest performances. And in my head, I was like, and even some of my friends are like, man, like, Oh man, They're like, yo, you toughed it out. Like, oh, that was really inspiring and all this stuff. I'm like, that's great. But I'm not in it to like show that I have heart. That's not why I do it. I'm in there to show that I, I have good martial arts skill. Right. So for me, as although it was a compliment, I was like, man, I'm like, I can do better. So, I mean, there, there's kind of two sides to, to every kind of tale, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about, you know, and you just mentioned being a martial artist. It's not all technique. It's not all your your body and abilities. It's your mind. A lot of it is your mind, right? 100%. I want to talk about this last fight that you had, right? Yep. We, I was sitting cage side watching just like the other the judges that were sitting there on their scorecard. You were probably down going into the fourth round. Probably, yeah. Right? Probably most definitely. What the hell was going through your mind going into that last round? The same thing that was going through my mind in the first round. I'm like, lock them out or sub them out. Nothing changed. Um, right. You know, we had a, I have like amazing corner, amazing guys around yeah. me. And then basically the plan was we know he's a very good wrestler. We know he has amazing takedowns. We know he's probably going to take me down. We had a pod, uh, the interview here um, like a week before, and I said, "You're, you're." His, I feel like his strengths play into my strengths. Mm -hmm. He's a he's a really good wrestler, but I, I'm good off my back. I'm good at jujitsu. I'm very comfortable there. So it's like, and I know he's really good at jujitsu. Mm -hmm. So we had a different skill set. He's better wrestling than me. Like I know that our jujitsu kind of evens itself out, and then yeah. I, I felt like I had more power. So that's kind of like all the elements that were happening. I didn't feel he had the power to 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 finish me either stand up or on the or ground and pound jujitsu. Uh, the only way I could see a finish was either if, if, if it was a decision or or a submission so yeah. that's what i was worried about and being on my back i i was i was trying to submit him the whole time and at first uh, i felt as the fight went on um i i was hoping I, i've been tired before my, my i was conserving my energy and i was like i hope i hope i hope he gets tired because i know how tiring takedowns are so yeah. my main goal i've been tired like after fighting chris i was trying to get the takedowns because i got frustrated and i was like i gotta take this guy down because i knew i had the edge there and i couldn't i couldn't and i got really really tired the scariest thing i've ever experienced in fighting is, is just being exhausted just running out of gas well you see stuff happening but you you can't react in time like that's yeah. the scariest feeling getting in there is not scary. people think oh it's it's crazy but when you fight, uh, that's the scariest feeling is not be able to react in time is like you're slow. And of course, you're going to expect being tired. Right. But going into the into that last round, I had my corner. Oh, he's getting tired. He's getting tired. And it was my best weight cut. I was smaller. I cut like four pounds and I knew he was bigger. He probably had a hard cut and he's going for those takedowns. That's a lot of energy. I was off the cage. I was chilling on the back. Like, you know, um, I was, I was trying to conserve my energy and then I was just waiting for my opportunity. Right. I've had, I finished eight of my fights in, in like the first round. All I need is like 30, like two minutes. Most, I think six, six of my wins are all, all in the first two minutes. 
So, I mean, I, I know I can finish fights in, in two minutes. That's all I need. But, I mean, this fight was very, very mental. I felt I had all the elements. I was the most prepared I've ever been, the most calm. And I was just, I was just waiting for it. And then the fourth... When I threw on that triangle, like I was like, oh, I'm like, he's slipping. I think he's fading a little bit. And then uh, I think that's when the, the tide turned because everyone's like, oh, he dominated. He dominated a Darcy's like you. You did 50 minutes. You beat him. And I'm like, the closest that fight was ever to being done is literally that first minute of the first round. And that's me throwing on that triangle. So mm-hmm. you got, it depends how you look at it, but he had his strategy. I had mine. Yours, right? Two rounds is a lot of time for me. Like I just need two minutes, like to mm-hmm. me finish the fight. So I mean, obviously I know he had a great performance, and that's great. And I, I'm I'm happy that I beat him, a young stud in his prime. Like that's just a feather in my cap. Really, that's how I I look at it. And yeah. it made for a great fight. Everyone was saying it was like awesome fight, and you know it was it was pretty back and forth, up and down. Like it was a jujitsu battle. Like he he he's very good at jujitsu, and he's a great wrestler, and he's just his control is just like very strong and annoying and that, 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 that's tiring for anybody but I think his takedowns were, were wearing actually him out more than me mm-hmm. and I, that's what I think yeah you, you you went for submissions I think four times probably and way more than that like the, well it was like that those and my question is did you see something in his reaction in the way he was he was uh, defending those takedowns that you kind of discovered and went into that last last one and got him with it well, he was very good at scrambling. Like I felt like if I could get on top, I, I, I would be in a very good position. But he was very good. A couple times I almost had the leg, I almost had a trip, and he managed mm-hmm. to flip it. So, I mean, he was very, he's also very athletic and good at scrambling. Um, that's, a, that's just a submission that I, I, I often go for. And I was saying I, have a, I want to knock him out, but I have a feeling it's, if I'm probably going to submit him either by triangle or, or heel hook. That's just my feeling. The one time we had sparred together, we did like wall wrestling for like five minute round. And then the, I was, I was pretty tired, like, but nevertheless, like he had that good pressure and I'm like, Oh, he's, he's stronger than he looks. His pressure is like a good wrestler. Like that shit's annoying. And I've been there before. I mean, I, I get through the grind all the time with, with the bigger and stronger dudes and I'm more defensive. I, I'm not that good at wrestling, but I make up for it. My aggressive style of jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And then what happened there is just basically he was on me for four minutes and the last 30 seconds I threw up that exact one and I was like oh that was kind of easy obviously he knows that and that was like before his title fight or whatever so he's been working on that and his defense was pretty good he did get out of it he did get out of it but I mean for me it's just I, I'm just I'm always trying stuff and then after the triangle I tried it and it got a little bit deeper and it got a little bit deeper and then as soon as I uh, he left that arm there behind and then I snatched it I do that one all the time and, and it, it was left like he got lazy and he kind of moved to this side so this arm before I would try but he would just slam me because he was strong he would just pick me up and slam me but he was going to this side getting comfortable yeah. and wanted to fight and he left that alone I just snatched it and I was going to Kimura sweep him but he overreacted which gave me the leg once I locked up over over the knee like I, I do that all the time I was thinking three different submissions right there I was like the same toe hold I got Ash ever since yeah. that fight I've hit it like ten times and then there's a knee bar and a calf slicer I'm working on yeah. so I'm thinking all this and then he bumped and moved and then it, and it fell into the 411 into that heel hook which is which is a go to so it's just yeah. it's just it's, it would felt like training to be at that point as like it just it's just it just kind of that's just reactionary like i train a lot of jiu jitsu <laughs> do you think the uh, the sort of 10th planet leg lock system gave you an advantage <laughs> of in terms of jiu jitsu over you know obviously he trains jiu jitsu i think he's a brown belt right yeah he's a brown belt too he actually had a tournament i think in in december he he won gold uh, in a couple divisions like he's really good hit a bunch of peruvians 
Uh, that's one of my moves. I was like, oh, and he tried it on me. I'm like, oh, I can't get caught. I hate getting caught by moves that I <laughs> yeah. like, right? But 100%, uh, I think it was maybe two, three years ago, uh, I never did no gi. I did gi for five years, and yeah. I was like, one of my secret weapons, his name is JT. He was like, oh, the best no gi guy I know. His name is Nabil. Go check him out. Went there. He was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Like, super cool. And I'm like, okay, awesome. I went for the no gi, fell in love with him and Ken, and I just would go for both, the jiu-jitsu and that. But no gi, my, my gi style is no gi. I always do the same stuff. That's why my buddy's a gi guy. He's like, Oh, you're, you got the same stock because I don't care about the gi. I care about submitting people right. in MMA. So when I roll with these guys, I'm like, white belt, blue belt. They're trying to, they're trying to, they're trying to go for it. They're trying to. I, I don't even know what color belt they are, but they're trying to rip. They're trying to rip your stuff off. So you have to be aware, especially lower belts. It's more dangerous, right? right. Like you don't know, but they're going for it. They're like, oh, like <laughs> so. It's like it keeps you on your toes. I've got bad knees. I've had knee operations, so I got developed good, good sensitivity. But I mean, like that's like that's that's on the regular. Like most schools. It's not like that at all. Um, mm-hmm. The last year, uh, my 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 home gym, uh, Creative Fighters Guild. We, we it, it's the last like last couple of years, like leg locks have been hot. Like with with right, the, the desk, yeah. it's just it's been picking up. But for them, the ten plan that's 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 been ongoing for a while, and just adding that to what I already knew, it it just it opened up like a whole a whole different realm. And and I, I get it all all the time. Like it's just it's just part of my game now. I just like submission. Right. I go to my other gym. I one time I throw in a, a slicer, and he's like, "Hey, what are you well, doing?" I'm like, "You can't do that." I'm like, "Yeah, I can." I'm like, "That's not legal." I'm like, "I don't care." I'm like, "You tapped, didn't you?" I'm like, <laughs> "I just care about the tap." And everyone knows that. And I train. And MMA to submit. That's all I like. I like submissions. And then the more weapons you have and the 10th planet like opened up like kind of like a, it was just fantastic. That's the mentality. Finish, finish, finish. And um, like I told, it felt like training. I was like, oh, get the heel. And I, I was like a 10%. I wasn't even started cranking. Like literally I, I had like 70%. Like he, he knows. His, he tapped. He knew. What's oh, he knew his whole knee was going to about to just tear apart. I was just like, it felt like training because you got to be really careful because you don't want to hurt people. And I never do because that's a dangerous move. So I have it. And it's like, then you're locked up above the knee, all the pressure's on your knee, and all you got to do is, is tap. So I always check it and then check the guy. Some people don't know the danger. But in a fight, I mean, you should crank, but I didn't even have time because um, yeah. he felt the right well, he way. He knew what, it was, what was coming yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, he's a smart kid, and, like, you don't want to be out for 6 to 12 months. Like yeah. that, that, The knee injuries are – that's why a lot of people don't train that because it's like, oh, it's dangerous. I'm like, well, so is fighting. <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> you might yeah. want to train that, yeah. If you do walk away from MMA, what will you miss the most? Oh, man. I guess missing the most would have to be the training, man. The training, like all the amazing partners, like teammates and partners and all all that stuff. Like it's some, it's kind of undescribable unless you kind of train. Like when you're going in there and you're sparring like three, five minute rounds and you're beating the crap out of each other or you're rolling hard, like that, 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 that's some cool moments, man. It creates bonds and it's just like, you can't describe it. It's just cool, man. You just beat the crap out of each other and, and you just shoot, sh- shoot the shit and you're having a good times. Like that's, that's, that's something that will be dearly missed because when you're training with pros and everyone's fighting, sometimes you're sharing camps and like everyone's like getting in like beast mode. Like you're, you're, you're sparring, man. Like it's, a, it's some real fighting. That would probably be an obvious one because it's hard to, I, I wouldn't train as hard if, if you're not like the motivation not, yeah. when you have a fight you have the motivation like it, it just pushes you to be in the best shape and, and you're training for real that in terms of, of uh, training and I guess the other side would be like the, the, the moments within the moments like when I look at the fight and it just happens and it feels like a dream when things go well and then when you look back and you see the videos and people are like, this happened, this happened. And you see these like these funny little things. People tell you stories. I'm like, oh, I went crazy. Oh, I fell in this. And it's like all that stuff. It's just people are so it's just cool to, to hear and everybody to be happy. And it's just 
those moments when the moments are what what what, what really like excites that's, me. That's what feeds you, right? It's amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah. You can't describe. You guys were there. You you saw. It was like the loudest, craziest. I'm like every one of those people are like my friends. Like they're yeah. not strangers, and they all have their own different version. And I'm getting videos. You're getting all of them, right? I get different videos, different angles, different stories. Like man, it's 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 funny stuff, man. And it's been it's it's been a it's been a wild ride. Like that stuff, like that. Like you can't. You can't duplicate it other than you go to fight your your friends. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, was their first fight, a lot, a lot, throughout the years, a lot of people had never uh, been to fights. First fight, it's like you're surprised. Like the emotions you feel, you yeah, know yeah. me, you're going to get nervous, right? So some families some you know, people that come and they're like, oh, my God, like it's intense. Like that's kind of cool to share that with a lot of people. And I guess that's, that's, that's something you would miss. Oh, of course. Yeah. On the flip side, if you do continue, mm -hmm. if you decide, no, I want to continue. I want to defend my belt Would the defense, at least the first defense, would it be like a revenge fight against like a Dan Kajic or would it be against like a bigger name, like a Phil Baroni or Joe Riggs? What, how, how do you see that, that unfolding? Well, for me, it would have to be a big fight that would get me excited, get, mm -hmm. get, get my juices full and get me out of bed. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't need any, I don't have a need for any, any revenge fights. Uh, that, 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 that doesn't excite me at all. Uh, that first fight, uh, he's, that was a, a close split decision and it was very, very frustrating. He's probably got one of the most frustrating, annoying styles I've ever dealt with. Mm -hmm. We've trained together, I spar with him. I hate, I hate sparring him or fighting. It's not fun. I like guys that come and bring it and they want to finish. Yeah. That's what I want. I want a big name, a guy that's coming forward. Like that would be, that would be the kind of fight that, that, that would get me excited, right? Is there a name that comes to your mind? <clears throat> not really. I mean, I, I was hoping that it would have been against, against, uh, against Chris, but before I was like, any fight. <laughs> But I mean, obviously he's at 85, and, and that, that's not relevant. But I was the only one that was getting my 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 juices flowing because that's the fight I wanted the most. I was trying to get that, and that, that, everything changed. And then basically Curtis, they offered me Curtis after his second fight or something. He's like, "Oh, Curtis, I'm like, no, I want a guy with 10 fights, and, a, and a, I want I want a guy with experience. I, I'm proven, always proven I'm, I'm always getting offered the same five guys, same five guys. I fought them all, <laughs> same five guys. You know how it is. I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. get me out of town or get me out of town. And I'm like, he's got two fights. I want a guy with 10 fights, a winning record. Never really happened. I said no he fought dan like uh like a, a week later they announced it and then i guess uh curtis went on to to, to win the belt and yeah. he, he had his thing right so that was his yeah. time and i knew it was inevitable i i knew it happened at some point and uh that was that was our time and it was cool because he was at his best and, and it was a, it was a hell of a fight and then now i fought all i fought all the you guys i fought I've, i've had the hardest route of them all i'm like i had to fight one i fought ash i was supposed to give him a title shot i didn't i fought again and then mm -hmm. i fought him Curtis got an immediate rematch, yeah. and he got this fight after yeah. a while. That's that, that's a hand. That's that's a pretty 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 sweet deal. I never got that. Damn, fuck Chris <laughs> after a loss. Like that's un, like unheard of. These guys are getting like he, I don't know, man. I'm like I had to work hard for everything I've had, so I got no handouts for anybody. <laughs> What does life look like outside of the cage for Showtime? For me, man, I'm a, I'm a busy guy, man. I work I work I work nine to five. Uh, I work I work full time. Uh, I teach a couple days a week. And then I train pretty much every day of the week. Um, that keeps me pretty busy. Uh, looking back now, like I actually worked like five minutes from here, but before I worked in Richmond, I could train at lunch. I would do like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. I used to look back and I'm like, holy crap, I used to train like up to 14 times a week, 10 to 14 times a week. I'm like, I don't even know. Working full time. Like for most people, that's hard to understand. For people that do MMA, like that, that's understandable. Yeah. But a lot of people don't work full time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, holy crap. I don't know how, but I mean, I've done it for a really long time and I really put in the work. Like on the day after Christmas, I was like doing sprints in the snow, <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> I didn't eat any good food. 
You know, I sacrificed my Christmas for this. I wanted yeah. to fight in March before my last fight. And it was, no, I fought, that's twice, that's two fights in two months. November 18th, January 13th. That's right. Yeah. They, were, they were like, you want to fight in January? I'm like, no, I want to fight in March. Give me some time to enjoy the holidays and to recuperate. And then before the fight, I said no. After the fight, I said no. And then your brother's like, you want to fight for the belt? I'm like, you know I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I want to say no to that. Yeah. That's all I want. I said I'll fight at 170. I will fight at 85. I just, I just want a title Whatever. Shot. Just give me a title shot. That's it. And I feel like I earned it. And then that was my shot. And then I just I just put everything in, put a lot of work. And, and I, 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 trained my, I trained my ass off. And I feel like ever since the last three fights, I had no pressure because mm -hmm. I was like, I don't care. I'm ready to walk away. I don't give a shit. I'll just, it's just fun. I'll just For me, fun, once yeah. I fought Ash, I was like, this is just fun. Yeah. I'm like, this is it. I'm okay. Whatever. I think that would have been eight and eight. I'm like, I'm okay walking away like eight and eight record. You know, it's, 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 it's fine. Yeah. And then I won and it was pretty sweet. And that one felt really, really good. And then I'm just like, now it's just fun. So mm -hmm. I took all the pressure off. You know, there's pressure, a lot of pressure, a lot of stuff, a lot of the mental stuff. And I'm like, you know, I'm on a losing streak. I've never lost more than once, twice. I'm like, holy crap, that sucks. Three times, like, holy shit, that's horrible. But it's like, you look at who it is and like a couple split decisions and like, you know, get out of fights with no damage. Like some guys just like, just want to win. They don't care. Like not, I've, I've had like no damage, like two fights, like nothing. Like guys yeah. on top, like no damage. I'm like, if I get on top of you, I'm finishing you. Like for me, it pisses me off, but I get it. Like you said, some guys, they think they can just like, I think maybe they thought I, they, you could like, that was a recipe to beat me. It's to grind out a decision. But I mean, like, that's not the case. It's not going to work. That's, that's not the case anymore. Cause right now I'm just having fun. And now yeah. I got like five, I had five rounds to, 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 to pull it off. And I mean, uh, yeah, I just like my mentality changed. No pressure, just fun. When I'm relaxed and there's no pressure. In that, the that, moment, you're just. That's what happened the last couple of fights. Uh, that last one was really long, but the first yeah. two, I, I felt really good, light on my feet, moving around, and whatever happened kind of happened. And I was like, I, I have no pressure. For me, I'm having fun, and that's when I'm at my best. And it worked out pretty sweet. Awesome. Speaking of life outside the cage, you just got married recently. <laughs> Beautiful woman. Yeah. I watched your videos and awesome. it was a fun wedding. It was it was, it was great. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Are you planning on having kids? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. My wife. This one's this one's for my wife. Love you, Rita. Awesome. This one's for you. I owed her. I was too crazy after the fight. I, this one was for her. She goes through a lot. Anybody who has uh, a significant other who trains understands. <laughs> like crazy life. It's busy, man. You're training. You're training. Like on, on a Tuesday, I'll, I'll go to work. I'll, I'll go to Coquitlam. I get home at like ten thirty, eleven. Like that. That's that, that's a pretty long day. So. Um, Absolutely, that's the next chapter of life, and we're definitely yeah. planning out. Lucky for me, I got I got I got a beautiful younger hot wife, so I mean that's that's pretty good. So yeah. uh, that, that that's kind of the plan. So I mean that's uh, that that's gonna happen, and it's it's in the work. Are you gonna get your kids into MMA, jiu-jitsu? What's the plan? Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, maybe my mom. My mom's pretty funny. She's always like, oh, she's like. I don't like the punching, but the but the, <laughs> the but the jujitsu jiu is okay. Good. So she's always like jujitsu is good. She's like that's good, David. Like she she really likes the submissions. She doesn't like the punches. Like a lot of parents, like it's not yeah. easy, right? Yeah. My mom can't watch, but yeah, hundred percent. Uh, two thousand nine. I uh, I used to party and do all the, and like uh, I quit smoking. That was my New Year's resolution was yeah. to start fighting. That was in two thousand nine. So my life's completely changed because of martial arts. hundred percent. Now I, I teach and. It's funny because now, like, you guys, I'm experienced and I'm kind of a vet. I'm like, it's kind of crazy to me because I was just a guy watching the UFC and I'm like, oh, I got to try that. And some guy at the bar is like, no, you can't do it. You're too old. I'm like, screw you. And then that guy came to my, he's a friend of mine. I'm like, dude, do you remember? He's like, I do. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny, right? Like drunk talk. And then like, you know, um, I, I pulled it off, but I would highly recommend like martial arts, especially as kids, jujitsu, martial arts. You learn self-defense, confidence. I mean, I was teaching kids today. Like it's, it's just... It, there's no downside. I mean, yeah. of course, 100%. Like it, Do you think that you'll stay connected to the sport long term and coach younger kids, younger fighters coming up? Oh, I, I don't see how I couldn't. Yeah, I, I love it. 
like I said, I, 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 I teach already. I, I taught this morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then like I teach twice a week and then like, uh, I, I enjoy it. And yeah, I feel like I've been blessed with so many amazing coaches and friends teaching me. And now it's like sometimes, Oh, can you teach them? Like, Holy crap. I'm like, I guess I do know. I kind of know a lot of stuff. I guess I learned throughout the years and giving back. It's just, it's just people are good to you. And I've always been a, a big believer in treating people with respect and I've been blessed and it just, it just feels natural to just give it back. And it's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm happy to help. So absolutely. Yeah. Whatever I can do to help, like, you know, the next guy, I mean, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's my pleasure. Sweet. I'm going to end it on a little bit of a different note here. Okay. I'm going to rattle off some names here. Mm -hmm. Tell me the first word that comes to your mind when okay. I say the name. And Only one or can I have two? <laughs> okay, two. Okay. One or two. All right. Nabil. Nabil, my coach. Mm -hmm. Amazing person, coach, jiu-jitsu practitioner, badass. Chris Anderson. Warrior. Dayan Kajic. Disingenuous. <laughs> okay. Ryan James. Terminator, Iron Will. Curtis Harriet. Future champ. Uh, class act battlefield fight league great opportunity great league tough boss <laughs> <laughs> all right last one here dave Perron. showtime baby <laughs> champion you know the answer to that one all right showtime it's awesome having you. i love watching you fight it's good to have you really i do it. hope you continue to fight and we see you fight again in the cage really appreciate it yeah man so so do i <laughs> thanks brother thank you